Today we're answering questions about Christmas, about Christmas trees, uh, about our favorite Christmas, our favorite gifts, all remembering the reason for the season, Jesus Christ, when we understand the text. Merry Christmas from your friends at When We Understand the Text, a daily teaching podcast to help encourage your time in the Word. Tell all your friends about our ministry at www.utt.com. Here once again is Pastor Gabe. Thank you, Becky. You're welcome. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You know, I didn't have you on last week. True. And uh, so I got all my dates mixed up. Oh, no. Because you weren't with me, uh-huh. so I couldn't keep my dates right. Aw. I said well, that... Well, I'm a good date. <laughs> no argument there. <laughs> I said this episode was going to be on Christmas Day. Oh, dear. But it's Christmas Eve. It is. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. Merry Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then next week's episode, when we do our year in review, Mm -hmm. I said that was going to be on New Year's Day. Oh, it'll be New Year's Eve. It will be New Year's Eve. Now, I'm planning on splitting it up because, you know, we've had trouble getting together and doing, committing a full hour mm-hmm. to the Friday program. Yes. So it's, it's been tough. It's really funny. A husband and wife, we're having real trouble getting together. <laughs> Hardly ever see each other. Our schedules and children. <laughs> yeah, recording. We can't and, ever get, yeah. get together and record. Because it can't be quiet for that long. No. It's just tough. We have the child sleeping over here in the corner. He's with us. Right now. The child. (laughs) The child, the child, sleeping in his car seat. And uh, so anyway, we, uh, what was I saying? (laughs) We have trouble coordinating our schedules. Yes. Finding something for the kids to do Mm -hmm. so that we can sit down and record. Which we have to do at the church still. Like I said, I think we've and got I'm the money. I'm falling asleep about the time that the kids are, so we can't stay up late and do it. Right. So, you know. Well, not yeah. I mean, we'd have to leave the house and come we down would. here. That's the thing. So, as I was saying, I think we have the money to be able to build our little studio like we want. It's <laughs> You've got to build it next. That's, yep. that's the troubling part. That's next. And we have several options. We're still juggling. I think we've been talking about this for a full year. It's been a whole year since I have not had a studio at home Okay, sure. Yes, it has been. But I was thinking, talking about adding on the studio, that that hasn't been. Well, that's true, because we didn't move into the house till March. Right. So, yeah. It so, just feels like a year. Yes. All of that to say, yes. we've, we've had trouble getting together to record and even be able to do a full hour. So, we're going to split up the end of the year program. Last few years we've done it, it's always been an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So we're going to split it up. We're going to do half this coming Friday or next week, New Year's Eve. Uh And then we're going to do the next half the week after that. In January. January 7th. Let's see. Becky just flipped my calendar for me. So it's, yeah, there you go. January 7th, Friday. Okay. Right. If it was January 1st, then the next Friday would be January 8th. Yeah. Yep. See, I'm with you. See I'm how that works? You. See yeah. how the math works there? Yeah, yeah right. Okay. For so some be- <laughs> reason, I was not doing the math well in my head, and I'm really lost, so it's okay. You're supposed to be my calendar. It's, You're the one that keeps me straight on this. It's a long day. <laughs> Calendars have their off days, too. <laughs> so we'll do 20 of the biggest news stories of the year, mm-hmm. and, and those things that affected Christianity the most is really right. kind of how we narrow down these stories. Right. So we'll do 20 of the biggest on December 31st, and then we'll do the next 20, or the next half of the year is basically mm-hmm. how that comes out, 
uh, than the next week on January 7th. And hopefully by that time, God willing, I'll actually have the book done. Woo-woo. So I'll have 40 of the year's biggest year. What, did I, what do I call those books? Year in Review. So year it's 2021 yes. Year in Review, mm-hmm. 40 of the year's biggest events that... Uh, Affects Christianity. Yeah, affects mm-hmm. Christianity and worldwide. I, I'm sure there are bigger events that happen outside of the United States. Most of the things that are in there, of course, are going to be those things that affected Americans. Mm-hmm. But I did right. include some global news in there as well. Because that's right in front of our faces. Right. That's, all the that's time. what we're surrounded by all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you folks in Australia, man, the stuff that you've been going through. Oh, boy. I'm sure we've been it, praying for you. We have been. I'm sure it, it's like it doesn't matter what's going on in the rest of the world because of how tyrannical your government has become mm. there in Australia and in Canada. I was going to say that too. Yeah. James Coates going to jail yeah. and yeah. some of the other pastors that have been arrested as well. That's going to be one of the stories mm-hmm. that'll be in next week. So you got to come back and hear uh, as we run down, <laughs> we review the biggest events from 2021. Sending out 2020 and welcoming in 2022. 2022. That's it, it, hard to right. say. It's 22. It's 2020. Two. <laughs> yes. 2020 also. We're still stuck in 2020. We are. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> it's just expanded. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't it like, see, last year we kept talking about how long March was. Yes. So we're still yes, in. We're still we're in still March. We're still in March 2020. That's yes. where we are. Yes. <laughs> still with the, the, what, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks to slow the spread. Yes. We're still doing that. We're still doing the two weeks. On Friday, we take questions from the listeners, and you can submit those questions to whenweunderstandthetext at gmail.com. These three questions that we have here are all Christmas-themed. The last question actually has 10 questions attached to it. Wow. So we have somebody who's asking 10 more questions. Are you ready ready to answer 10 questions, babe? Sure. Just like we did a few weeks ago? I think you actually gave me a heads up on these. Yeah, this time I'm not surprising you with the questions. Right, but I still haven't decided on my answers yet. So So it'll be like she's spontaneously responding to them. Which is why I don't lead a podcast. This first question comes from Daniel. He says, Dear Pastor Gabe, thank you so much for your book, 25 Christmas Myths. My family loves it, and it has sparked many great discussions. Hmm. My question is actually one that you answer in the book, but maybe you can talk about it on the podcast, too. A lot of people use Jeremiah 10, 4 through 5 as a proof text forbidding the use of Christmas trees. Can you elaborate on the context of that verse? And is there a right and a wrong way Christians can use Christmas trees? Thank you for your ministry and Merry Christmas. That's really two questions. So elaborate on Jeremiah 10. And then also, is there a right and a wrong way (laughs) that Christians can use Christmas trees? So here's what we have in Jeremiah 10. This is the Lord speaking to Israel through the prophet Jeremiah, and I'm going to start at the beginning of the chapter. Hear the word that the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, learn not the ways of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. A tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so that it cannot move. Now, let me stop there for a minute. That's verses three and four. Okay. What else could that be describing but a Christmas tree? 
right? A tree from the forest is cut down. They decorate it with silver and gold. Yeah. That's got to be Christmas trees. Sure. Verse 5 says, Their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field, and they cannot speak. They have to be carried, for they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them. Neither is it in them to do good. So what are we talking about here? Idols. Yeah, we're talking about idols. It right. says idols. Yeah, it That's, says idols. Exactly. I, I thought you were asking for a different answer. <laughs> right, I'm you're like, like, uh. You're going, is this a trick question? <laughs> I know. That's why I'm kind of dr- It seems so obvious. Yeah. It is. Right. It's talking okay. about idols. Okay. So when you just narrow out three and four, you just take those verses out by themselves. Mm-hmm. They cut down a tree. They decorate it with silver and gold. This is what the pagans do. Right. So you're like, yeah, Christmas trees. We shouldn't have Christmas trees. We shouldn't cut down a tree and put it in our home and decorate it with silver and gold. Okay. No, what's being described here is... An idol. Cutting down a tree, shaping it into an idol, Mm -hmm. and covering it with silver and gold. Right. It's not solid silver and gold. They make it out of wood, and then they cover it with metal. Because it'd be too heavy. Well, number or one. It's, it's, it's too much metal on top of that. I know we're going to waste that much gold Well, and of silver. course not. Yeah, right. <laughs> i got to make more idols with this stuff. So this is what the people do. And the Israelites were following the ways of the pagans who were around them. When they were being conquered by the Babylonians, they would fear the Babylonian gods. Maybe the reason why these Babylonians are so successful in coming against us is because their gods are stronger than our God. Mm. And so this is the Lord saying to Israel, don't be afraid of their gods. Mm -hmm. The reason why this is happening to you is because I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. This is a punishment that is happening to Israel because they did worship the false gods. Right, instead or fear of, them. Right, instead of worshiping the one true God. So that's the context of Jeremiah 10. It has nothing to do with a Christmas tree. Right. And as I say in the book, 25 Christmas Myths, Christmas trees are not symbols of paganism. They're symbols that remind us that we used to be pagans. Mm-hmm. So the way the story goes <clears throat> is that in the 8th century, there was this monk named Boniface, And you've probably heard this story. It's a very popular story, even outside Christendom. Boniface goes into Germania and he goes preaching the gospel. And Germania, by the way, this was uh, the area of the world that Paul had referred to as uh, where the barbarians lived. Mm -hmm. So when he talks in Corinthians chapter three about in Christ, there is not Greek and Jew. There's not barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, right? Mm -hmm. The barbarians were non-Greek speakers. Anybody who did not speak Greek or follow in the ways of the Roman Empire, they were considered barbarians, although there was kind of a particular portion of the map where you would have said, there's where the barbarians live. Well, that was Germania. Okay. And that's the Germanic barbarians. Yeah, Germanic barbarians, correct. Right. Uh, And so these were ruthless people. So it was very dangerous for Boniface to go into that area. Now, this, this of course, is 800 years after Paul, but it's still a very hostile region. And he's going in to a, a very paganized part of the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, knowing that he's putting his life on the line to preach Christ. Right. Well, he comes to an area where a bunch of pagans are sacrificing babies Aww. to Thor. Yes, the same Thor, yeah. who is a Marvel character. It's, yeah. of course, that story is spun a different way, but you know, it still has... To make him a little more family-friendly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they are considered to be like magic beings or something like that in the Marvel universe rather right. than 
uh, the, which, yeah, what's the difference? But anyway, yeah. a good <laughs> uh, question. but yeah, in this culture, so they had this tree that's referred to as the thunder oak. We've also called it Donner's oak or Jove's oak. And this okay. is where those babies would be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And Boniface sees this. He's horrified by the barbarism. Yeah. That's going on there. So he chops the tree down. This massive tree, he cuts it down. Mm-hmm. And the people are amazed when he cuts the tree down that Thor doesn't strike him dead. <laughs> and Boniface stands on the stump of the felled oak and he says uh, that your gods are, are fake. They don't exist. They're not real. Yeah. Here I am standing on the stump of Donner's oak. Where's Thor? Mm-hmm. And he declares Jesus Christ is the true God, not these false gods that you've been worshiping. And he tells them to repent and to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says to them that your worship will no longer be in the wild wood, mm-hmm. like coming out to Donner's Oak and committing human sacrifice to these false gods. Rather, you will be worshiping the one true God and you will worship in your home. And he gives to them a symbol of their former paganism. This is not unusual. I mean, you know, we see this throughout the Old Testament. Here's a, a symbol of who you used to be. And even in the New Testament, you see things that are pagan that are refashioned into something that is glorifying of God, mm. like Caesar riding into the arena on a white horse. Mm. Well, what do we see Christ doing in Revelation 19? Yep. He's returning on a white horse. Right. So it was Caesar that would ride on a white horse to show that he is Lord. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords. So he returns on a white horse, according to the vision that John has in Revelation 19. So anyway, uh, a repurposed symbol here. Boniface takes a small fir tree and says, you put this in your home. And this reminds you that you used to be pagan, but now you've been won by Jesus Christ. The tree points to heaven, which is where we should look. Hmm. Its leaves are evergreen, just like the everlasting life that we've been given in Christ. And that becomes the first Christmas tree. So Christmas trees are not a symbol of paganism. They're a symbol that we used to be pagan. Right. Now, in the book, I mentioned Acts chapter 17, and I said that the uh, message that uh, Boniface preached might have sounded something like Paul preached at the Areopagus in Acts 17. He says, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this, he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Therefore, our Our testimony needs to be something like what Paul said of the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 1, 9. They report concerning us the kind of reception that we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and the true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. So we've all been one out of our paganism and unbelief, Mm -hmm. and we've come to worship the one true God. So may it be said of us, we've turned from gods, from false gods, to the one true God and worship Jesus Christ, who is returning soon to judge the living and the dead. Even if it wasn't an idol, technically, you could still worship yourself by making yourself more important. Right. I mean, anything anything you put in the place of God, which we we talked about on the podcast this week when I was in uh, 1 Corinthians 11 and 12, anything that you 
think that you have to have in mm. order to be satisfied. I right. can't be happy in life. Unless I have this. Exactly. I can't be yeah. fulfilled unless I get this. That's that's something that you put in the place of God. Mm-hmm. And Paul equates covetousness to idolatry in Colossians chapter 3. Right. So now we must put these things away. We must look to Christ and what we must be fully fulfilled in him. Now, if you're still convinced that a Christmas tree is something pagan, then don't have it in your home. Right. But don't think of a Christmas tree as something pagan. It's rather a reminder of our former paganism. And it's not like you're worshiping the the Christmas tree. I mean, we put memories on there. We don't like, oh, let's make this the most (laughs) expensive Christmas tree ever. Right. Who does that? Who worships a Christmas tree? I don't know. I've not ever encountered anything like that. But I have noticed that people are um, replacing, well, the, the magazines anyway, are replacing the star on top with um, like a, le- a mailbox for Santa. A mailbox for Santa. Yeah. I haven't seen that. And I was like, oh, well, that's where our economy is going. I mean, like not economy, but um, society is going. <laughs> where our economy is yeah, going. Yeah, <laughs> well, that too. I mean, he's making... he's Making he's, a list and checking it twice. And he's bringing in the bank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about the cross that we use as a symbol of our Christianity. Yeah, there goes the baby. Becky's going to go get the baby. I'm going to go get the baby. (laughs) Well, we talk about Christ being crucified on a tree. So that cross that used to be a symbol of death and punishment, according to the Romans, that we now look upon as the symbol of our new life that we have in Christ, that we are dead to our sin and we're alive to God through faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Well, to summarize that and to kind of segue into the next thing, since baby's, uh, the, the baby's getting picked up, I'm going to play the what video that I just did on Christmas trees. Awesome. Welcome back, babe. Thanks. <laughs> did you know Christmas trees are forbidden in the Bible? Jeremiah 10, 3 to 4 says, For the customs of the people are vanity. A tree is cut down and worked by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. What could that be but a Christmas tree? Well, verse 5 says it's describing an idol, and Christmas trees symbolize that we don't worship idols. The story goes that in the 8th century, a man named Boniface went throughout Germania sharing the gospel, a very dangerous mission. He came upon a group of heathens who sacrificed babies to Thor under the Thunder Oak. Grieved by such barbarism, Boniface chopped down the tree and put an end to human sacrifice. The people were amazed Thor did not strike him down. Upon the stump, Boniface declared that Jesus Christ is God, and their pagan gods did not exist. He pointed to a small fir tree that pointed up to heaven, its leaves evergreen like the everlasting life we have in Christ. No longer worship the false gods in the wild wood, he said, but worship the true God at home with family. That was the meaning of the first Christmas tree. So again, a Christmas tree is not pagan. It's a reminder that we used to be pagan. Besides, there's no difference between having a Christmas tree and any other kind of plant. Whether you have a Christmas tree or not, let your testimony be that of 1 Thessalonians 1, 9-10. How you turn to God from idols to serve the living and the true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come when we understand the text. Okay, so to save time now... (laughs) He jumped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he couldn't hear the video, so when I started talking, he was like, whoa, tone it down, Dad. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Uh, Since he's awake earlier than I expected him to be, 
We're going to go ahead and skip to this last thing here. So here's right. the 10 questions. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. 10 Christmas questions. As ready as I'll ever be. Neil from South Carolina writes in and says, hello, Hughes household. That's three H's. Hello. The 10 questions Four. episode was very entertaining. So I have 10 Christmas questions for you both. You can read them in any order. Awesome. What is the, and he spells, you know, W-W-U-T-T, so it's what what (laughs) is the, number one, one thing you wanted for Christmas but you never received as a kid? I don't know. (laughs) Was there just a toy you just had to have as a kid and you never got it? I had to have all of them. (laughs) <laughs> so right. none of them were really important they were all important we went through the sears catalog and circled the things you everything. wanted yes that's yes. right exactly everything i want pages 988 999 mm-hmm. 1000 1001 mm-hmm. and then my sister would pick her pages yeah yeah um i wanted everything my brother got i don't know why i just wanted them. that's covetousness yeah. we're going back to covetousness yeah. again yeah i was a sinner yeah <laughs> Just I, I, I want it everything. because I want it because I don't have it. That's well, why I want no, it. No, I wanted it because it looked neat and I could use that too. Yeah, I could right. be good at that. <laughs> Until he started getting all the computer stuff and then I was like, eh, Yeah, you weren't interested that. in that. No. <laughs> I can't remember anything that I wanted that I didn't get. Um I mean we were not a wealthy family at all, but my parents did seem to get for me everything that I wanted. Aww. I I guess I just uh, I guess I was a cheap kid, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> didn't want all those uh, really expensive things. Best gift I got was the NES. I think I was how old was I when I got the Nintendo? Eight or nine? It was one of those two Christmases. It was before I turned ten. It wasn't when I was seven. So somewhere around eight or nine that Christmas, I got uh, I got the Nintendo. Uh, my uncle actually found that picture not long ago and had emailed it to me. He's like, hey, look at this. It's oh, me jumping awesome. up and down with my Nintendo. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I can't remember there ever being a time when I wanted a particular gift from mom and dad and I didn't get it. Seems like I always got it. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> and I was a pretty happy kid. So yeah. I now there would be uh, uh, like one year there was. Uh, oh, I, I can remember one. Wasn't that I wanted it at Christmas, but then afterward, I wish I had gotten it for Christmas. Okay. So my neighbor friend had a remote control Lamborghini. Oh, fun. And I got a remote control tractor, (laughs) which was exactly what I wanted. Uh I wanted to push dirt with my big bulldozer, you know, and stuff like that. I had a remote control bulldozer. I loved it, but I couldn't go fast. Yeah. So my friend's racing up down the street. Yeah. With the Lamborghini. And you're putting along. And I'm putting along in my bulldozer. <laughs> so, yeah, there, that was one time where it was like, man, I wish I had asked for the sports car, uh-huh. remote control car, instead of the instead oh. of the bulldozer. Okay, next question. What is the number two worst gift you received from one another? Um, Yeah, I still don't recall anything that I didn't like from you. I can't either. I can't, I can't think of anything that I didn't like. Nom, 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 nom. Hang in there. We're good. You want me to hold him? Usually when I hold him up, sure. he's he's a little happier. Let's yep, try this. He's not happy right. with me. Come here, guy. Here you go. Oh, he's wet. That's why. Oh, he's wet. Yes, that'll definitely do it. <laughs> but I don't want to change him yet. <laughs> why not? Uh, because then he'll want to eat. Well, that's true, but that's... he won't want to eat for another 10 to 15 minutes, and by then it's we'll be like done. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe if I hold him upright, he won't feel like he's all squishy. There you go. 
uh, sitting in his own yeah stuff. You don't have to be. Oh, that. there goes there goes the passy. I said stuff. Nah, you still don't have to. <laughs> Everybody knows. I can't remember being unhappy with a gift that you got me. I do. I do uh, remember though that at the end of. Let's see, end of 2020, which was just a bad year for everybody. Uh-huh. Um, was it 2020? No, it was end of 2019. Okay. I was really hoping you were going to get me a Switch. I know, but you know I don't buy those things. <laughs> I don't buy games. Video games are not for me to buy. Because yeah. every time that I go there and I'm thinking, I'm going to get the wrong one and I'm going to spend all this money on it. <laughs> so I just... I. Nope. I remember that one. So it wasn't that I was disappointed with what and you got me. Every year we talk about how we're not going to spend a lot of money on each other. Yeah, I, I'm pretty content with like you don't have to buy me anything this exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Every time, so you cannot be that disappointed. I can't, but I was still. I know. I still thought you were going to get yeah. me one that year, and then she didn't. So I bought one Surprise! in February. Yeah. <laughs> I bought one right before COVID hit and everything went into lockdown. <laughs> so I was glad I had that for the kids. All of our game systems had broken by that time, yep, so had. we were actually due for another another due. game. I hadn't. We I, were due for. I another. had not bought one. The our whole marriage. Yeah, I that's had true. never bought a game system, so that was the first time, right? <laughs> okay, number three. What is the best gift you have received from one another? What's the best gift we got from each other? Uh, I like all the practical gifts that you give me that I ask for. You don't really surprise me with anything. Not really, but I buy you stuff all the time. True. <laughs> it's Most really of it's food. It's really not a. <laughs> it's not a Mother's Day or birthday or Christmas Day thing. I just I see something. I'm like Becky would like this. Yeah. So I just get it for. Her. It's usually food. Well, food because you're so hard to buy food for. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> so when I find a special food item I know you're going to like, it's like, hey. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> like the pie. Well, we I all. I mean, not pie. Cheesecake. The cheesecake. We all benefit cheesecake. from the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. So. That is true. Um, let's see. What, I've, I've got to answer this too, right? <clears throat> Best gift I received from you. That one year you got me the iPod shuffle. Mm-hmm. Feels like we're dating ourselves with that. But oh, yeah. That was neat. Because didn't you personalize the back of it? Yes. I yes, you did. So. It was yeah. a quote from Leonardo. From one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. <laughs> I don't remember. Yes, I do. I remember that exactly. <laughs> Funny. Here, we don't ever talk about movies, and yeah, here I am. Uh, but hey, it was the quote. It was where the quote came from. But that was great. That was a great gift. I used that for a long time. Yeah. I think it was finally until either the battery was dying in it, it wouldn't hold a charge anymore, or the software wouldn't update anymore. It was one of those two Something, things. Yeah. yeah. So, but I did. I used that iPod even when I had an iPhone, and I didn't even really need the shuffle anymore. Uh-huh. I would use the shuffle because it was just easier to listen to things on that than it was to yeah carry a big phone around. And it's light. Yeah, it was just tiny. Carry a big phone around. But I go out to mow the grass or something. I didn't want to get yeah <laughs> didn't want to get it all dirty. So it was better to have the shuffle. Uh, number four. What is the family or personal favorite Christmas tradition? What's our, our favorite family? Okay, yeah, he just worded this funny. What is the family or personal favorite Christmas tradition? Family favorite or personal favorite? Family favorite, I would have to say uh, searching for lights, for Christmas lights. Oh, yeah, Driving going around, around and looking for Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah, we do that. Um, my favorite is the Christmas movies. Watching, like, Christmas movies. I can't draw Oh, names. yes, of course. The old but you, ones. But you do that all the time. 
Not the old ones. <laughs> yes, even the old ones. I haven't had a DVD player hooked up in how long now? It's only been about a month. Yeah, exactly. Christmas time. <laughs> but you've been watching Christmas movies. We've all been watching Christmas movies. Just not your usual DVD uh, movies. Yeah, I don't like this last Your one. favorite movie is available for streaming right now. Is it really? Oh, yes. It's been on there. I thought you've been watching it. No. Okay. We'll get to that in a moment because that's on the questions here. Okay. Uh, number, well, I didn't answer this. My nope, My favorite family or personal tradition i don't know a christmas lights is a favorite for me i like the christmas eve service mm, i know it seems yes. like it seems like i'm working then because i'm always part of the christmas eve service mm-hmm. but i like doing that with my family that's always a it's, good it's nice i yeah, like it too i enjoy it a lot number five what is the christmas carol you would choose if you had to listen to it on repeat for an entire day what did we sing this last sunday I was going to write it what down. What child is this? Did we sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing? I think it was What Child Is This? What Child no, Is This? No, it was the other one. Us? Well, we sang one that's modern. Are you talking about... No, not that one. Hang on. <laughs> I think I have a bulletin. Well, she's actually going after this. <laughs> Becky's determined. Well, I'll, I'll mention mine then. Um, o Come, O Come, Emmanuel is probably my favorite. Or O Come, All Ye Faithful. I really like that one, too. It came upon a midnight clear. There you go. It came upon a midnight clear. That's a good one. I could listen to that one all day. Good Christian men rejoice. God rest ye merry gentlemen. Um, while shepherds watch their flocks by night. Mm. All of those are favorite. Mm-hmm. I really like those carols. I love Christmas songs. Christmas carols are not a... This is not a season where we get around to this and I'm like, oh, the Christmas music. No. No, I love it. Yeah. Except We've for... We've been listening to Christmas music since like August... No, it was Christmas in July is what started it. It was, yeah. And then I took August off, so we've been listening to it straight yeah. since September. The kids were listening to <laughs> Reliant K, Let It Snow Baby, Let It Rain Deer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then I made a mix CD for everybody. They've listened to Michael W. Smith Christmas. Yeah. There's been quite a few of them we've we've had in the CD player well before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think of... Uh, what else have we been listening to? Let's see, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Oh, well, I was just going to say, yeah, the the typical stuff that plays in the department stores, Walmart, the mall, anywhere else. Mm. I can't stand that stuff. It's like they've got five Christmas songs that they have on repeat. I know. I used to work and one at of them is Mariah. <laughs> one of them is Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. I think that's every other song. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I'll hear Evie's Come On, Ring Those Bells. It might be like a more... Updated. Come is. on, ring those bells, everybody sing. Right. Jesus is the king, born for you and me. Really? You don't know that song? No. Oh my goodness, babe. That's older than you are. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard that song. Maybe I have. All right. We're popping that one in when we get home. All right. I'm going to play. That's even right up your alley. That's your style. Okay. I can't believe you haven't heard that one. Maybe I have. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's not ringing a bell. <laughs> it's not ringing a bell. Number five, or that was number five. Number six, what is the favorite tree ornament or decoration that you have currently? I don't know. I like all the kids' first Christmas ornaments. Yeah, I I tried really hard to get everybody, uh, well, all the kids, to have their first Christmas with the picture and the the year. And so, um, yeah, we need to get one for this guy, though. Yeah, we do. We don't have his yet. No. Born September one. Yeah. We don't have a first Christmas ornament for you yet. Sorry, guy. Do you well, this is us? this is airing on uh, Christmas Eve. Maybe we'll have one by then. 
Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're they're slim picking by this time of year. That's I have true. to order it. Uh, number seven. What is the Christmas treat or candy that is the one you cannot stop eating? Mm. Uh, the puppy chow for me. Yeah, that one's that one's hard to stop. Um, I'd have to say fudge. Yeah, you do like your fudge. A, a close second. There might be more of a distant second because I would definitely take the puppy chow every time. Mm-hmm. But those real sugar candy cane peppermint sticks. Oh yeah, the the real peppermint. Yeah, the real peppermint ones. Those are really good. Those are really I good. I like that too. I like that. But um, a, a second for me would be the the butter cookies, the the ones that you get in the blue tins. Oh, yeah, those are real good, too. Yeah. yeah. Any of those Christmas cookie assortment tins. <laughs> yes. I mean, they're like five bucks at the store or something, but, yep. oh, I could eat I, all those. Yep. Me, too. They're in always one really, setting. really good. Yeah. <laughs> not as big on the popcorn. Yeah. I'm not as big a fan. I'll make it for the kids, and then I'll eat some, but I'm, I'm just I not like a popcorn guy. I like the popcorn. Guy. I just hate picking it out of my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's the thing. <laughs> I've, I feel it back here in my throat, so I got it. <laughs> he spit up right into the burp rag. It did Just not go anywhere. So you know. Yes, I got it. While I was talking, and I caught it perfectly. Uh, uh, he's got more. He's got more. Yeah, he's drooling. Just be glad, folks, that you only hear this being described, and you can't see it. <laughs> I'm not describing it. <laughs> uh, number eight. What is the typical Christmas Eve and morning like? In the Hughes house. Well, we go to the Christmas Eve service. We do the Christmas Eve service and usually go drive around um, for lights. And then... On Christmas Eve? Usually. I mean, I know we do it pretty much like seven times between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But Very true. <laughs> I didn't remember if that was a regular Christmas Eve thing. Because usually we drive together. You hop in the car and we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Usually we drive together. I'm like, why would we yeah. drive separate? <clears throat> because you're there early. Oh, yeah, okay, because I'm already there at the, <laughs> at the. Uh, I got it, I got it. So we take the vehicle back, or we leave it at the church, and then we go drive around. Mm-hmm. Is that what it, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> That's one I don't remember. It's fine. We've done it for 11 years, I don't well, remember. Well, I don't know if it's every year. <laughs> um, And then at our old church, we would hang around for cookies and punch. Yeah, that's right, we would do that afterward. So that used to be a thing. <laughs> Um, what are you saying? But we're so so we're kind of replacing that with some new things of going and hanging out with friends. Yeah, what's the what's the Christmas land thing down on the south end of Lindale? What's that called? Santa Land. Santa Land. That's what it is. Yeah, so they have a big, huge they light have them all over. It's everywhere. Yeah, but this one is, here in town is is really big it's big there's people that come from everywhere yeah in uh in east texas to drive through the mm-hmm. christmas light thing um let's see number nine what is well, the oh, hold on you didn't describe christmas day oh christmas day so oh we open up like the stockings or something on christmas eve yeah we'll do the stockings christmas eve Kids will wake us up on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And then we wait for Daddy to get out of That's bed That's right. I'll, an hour later. I'll <laughs> hang out in bed for a little bit longer. I don't think I go back to sleep. I just lay no. there. Yeah. Uh, we'll do waffles. Mm-hmm. And I'll make my bacon waffles. Bacon waffles. Yeah. You want some They're bacon so waffles good. this year? Yeah. What you think? You going to try some bacon waffles? Not until you talk. <laughs> um, and then we open up presents and... We just kind of veg out 
Yeah, we just hang out Christmas Day. We do. We don't have family over. We don't go anywhere. Because usually you have to be around town for work, and so it, it restricts us from driving anywhere. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, number nine, what is the worst modern Christmas song, and why is it the Christmas Shoes? <laughs> I don't even know if I can tell you the Christmas Shoes song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can. You know it. Just be glad that you've blocked it out. Okay, I'm happy. When I was in Christian radio, I had to play that all the time. There wasn't anybody I've ever worked with in Christian radio who liked that song. So why? Why is it not your favorite? <laughs> it's just a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a silly song. Uh, it, it sappy sentimentality, mm-hmm. and it's just not a good story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pick it apart, but it's just like, why? What made you think of that? <laughs> I just had to help him out, so I gave him some change. You know, anyway, it's, it's just kind of a ridiculous story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm holding him over the burp rag, so it... <laughs> there you go. He's so drooly. <laughs> That's a lot of drool, kid. There you go. My Christmas present came early. Um <laughs> Uh, the uh, <laughs> I don't really know if I have one. Um, yeah, uh, I have some that get old. Oh, worse. Mo- well, I said worse modern Christmas song. Yeah. Well, Christmas shoes. Other than the Christmas shoes, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Yeah. The, uh, I can hear that one twice. Yeah. In a season. Best ren- best rendition of Oh Holy Night. By the way, look up David Phelps. Okay. Look up okay. David Phelps rendition of oh holy night that's the best version of that song you'll ever hear all right number 10 what is the best christmas movie and why is it and then he mentions a movie that i'm not gonna say so (laughs) (laughs) uh, inside joke between us and neil we'll just leave it at that uh but what's your favorite christmas movie white christmas white christmas yes i knew that naturally mine i'm not real sure uh i like christmas movies Maybe A Mall in the Night Visitors, the opera. Okay. Uh, It was actually made for television. The opera was specifically written to be aired on TV. Oh, neat. And so I really like like A Mall in the Night Visitors, the original, the very original movie that was shown on TV. There's been lots of stage performances of it. I've always wanted to be in it, and I never have been. Hmm. That's so that's a favorite of mine. Also, uh, the more recent Peanuts movie that came out. Oh, yeah, that one's good. What was that? Four or five years ago? Yeah, about that. We went and saw it in the theater. I loved it. I thought it perfectly captured the spirit of Peanuts. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) I liked it. There's Uh, a lot of Christmas in that movie, so I'm going to go with that one (laughs) over uh, snow. Yes. Over the Charlie Brown Christmas. But that's not a movie. That was a TV show. True. I'm sticking with the Peanuts movie as my favorite Christmas movie. Also like Holiday Inn. Right. Which also was, being Crosby. Yes. Back in 1942. Yeah. yeah. 1942. Really? What's your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas Do you movie? have one yet? You haven't really seen a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> he gets fixated on your computer when you hold him up. <laughs> yeah, he does. Just like Daddy. Yep. <laughs> So Neil says, I wish the Hughes family a very merry and God-glorifying Christmas. Peace be with oh. you all. Amen. I think that was it. Likewise. We answered all of our questions. So yeah, we are grateful for the gift of God's Son, Jesus Christ, to this world. Mm, amen. God incarnate, for it is by his life and his death on the cross, resurrection from the grave, that we are forgiven our sins, we are justified, 
and we have everlasting life with God for all who believe in him. That is the Christmas story that we remember not just at Christmas time, but all year long, obviously, since our kids are listening to Christmas CDs starting in July. (laughs) (laughs) So we remember that message always. Well, thank you very much, everybody, and a Merry Christmas to you. God willing, we'll be back next week with our year in review. Yes. Let's finish. Let's finish with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we have together, and I pray that you bless us and everyone's Christmas, remembering the gift of Jesus Christ. We know that by faith in Christ, we have nothing to fear of this world, of any of these things that change from year to year, day to day, week to week. Uh, But we know, as Christ had said, in this world, we will have trouble, but he has overcome the world. So we put our faith and trust in him who reigns, who is sovereign over all. Deliver us from this present evil age and bring us into your heavenly kingdom. May we have the courage to continue to spread the word about this kingdom while we're alive here on this earth so that others may know the good news of Jesus Christ and so live. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we'll do 20 of the biggest news stories of the year. Mm-hmm. And and those things that affected Christianity the most is really right. kind of how we narrow down these stories. Right. So we'll do 20 of the biggest on December 31st, and then we'll do the next 20 or the next half of the year is basically mm-hmm. how that comes out. Uh, then the next week on January 7th. And hopefully by that time, God willing, I'll actually have the book done. Woo-woo. So I'll have 40 of the beer uh, of the year uh, of the beers, 40 of the beers. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> and we're going to cut that one out. 40 of the beers. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, it has been a long day. Um, Hang on. I'll try that again. <laughs>